Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. Thanks for joining me on episode 110 of the Australian Seller Podcast. And this week we're joined by Liz Cassidy from FBA Prep Services Australia, who I previously interviewed way back in 2019, that was episode 61, about the best categories to sell on on Amazon Australia. Uh, Liz should know because she runs a prep house, so she can see what's going into Amazon and, uh, and what's selling well there. Uh, so if you want to listen to that episode, it's well worth a listen. Head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash 061. Anyway, today Liz and I talk about Amazon's newish virtual bundling feature uh, and some of the successes that we've had together as well as with our clients, um, as well as the Amazon Handmade, so Liz is doing very well in Handmade, and we compare Australia's various marketplaces as well. So there's lots to unpack in this episode this week. Uh, We also talk about an upcoming conference that Regina Peterbergsky from the Women on Amazon podcast and I are holding on the weekend of the 6th, 7th and 8th of August this year. It's called the... Amazon Collective. So the conference will be held at offsite in the beautiful Yarra Valley, just outside of Melbourne. So, and it is strictly for six, seven, and even eight-figure Amazon business owners based here in Australia and also in New Zealand. So it's not for newbies or beginners. So please don't apply if you're selling less than ten thousand dollars on Amazon a month. Uh, more details, of course, to follow in the coming weeks, but please stay tuned for more information about that event. Now, don't forget, I am offering private coaching again this year, so please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to learn more about my coaching services. And don't also forget to join the Australian Seller family on Facebook, which is over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. Anyway, let's get on with the show with Liz Cassidy from FBA Prep Services Australia. <laughs> I'm totally thrilled to welcome back to the show Liz Cassidy from FBA Prep Australia. Liz, how are you? I am great, Chris. Thanks for having me on and hello, everybody. Fantastic. Now, listen, uh, last time we spoke about Amazon Australia, I believe. So you're in the luxurious position of having, uh, well, you have a warehouse and you're obviously prepping products so that they can be sent to Amazon. I mm-hmm. assume that you're probably handling returns and other things like that, but you knew, you can see what's actually being sent into Amazon's warehouses, right? So mm-hmm. you've got a you've got a really good view of actually, you know, of how Amazon view, Australia. Good view of what's selling and the downside of, of having a good view of what's selling and signing a confidentiality agreement is I can't tell you what's selling. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us what categories are sort of moving along pretty well though. Can you do that? Indeed. Um, the, so last year the categories that were moving were mm-hmm. things that would keep you occupied at home. All the games and puzzles and toys and activities and sports things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are still selling masks. Yep. We're, we're still shifting lots of masks. There's no surprise there. And I'm not breaching confidentiality in, in that because mm. trying, to, trying to get approval to sell masks now is, is pretty difficult. We're selling a lot of supplements. Interesting. Uh, are they the big name brands? We're, we're shipping a lot of supplements. Yes. Um, we are shipping a lot of personal care items okay, and quite a few consumables. Right. Mm. I remember talking to somebody about 
supplements and they were saying that in Australia anyway that the big name brands tend to do a lot better than the private label type brands that you see on Amazon in the US. Um, is that the case here as well or, do you, or are you seeing more private labelers actually getting their supplement products up and running on Amazon Australia? If you are a smart marketer mm-hmm. and you understand niche yes, and you understand how to market to your niche, mm-hmm. then you can sell. That's great. All right, there's some good tips right there. Now, let's move on from Amazon Australia and actually touch on one of the today's topics, which uh, we were having a quick chat about last week, which is virtual bundles. So yeah, I, I love these. So I do I, actually. So sounds <laughs> like we've got some stories to share together today about virtual bundles. So what are they? How do they work? Give us a guess. So, uh, for example, one of our customers has a unique niche-based brand. Mm-hmm. And she would package bundles up at her manufacturer mm-hmm. and ship the bundles to us. And the bundles were made up of the core items that she was selling on her website anyway. So let's say she's not, but let's say she's in the dog pet space and mm-hmm. she was selling um, a lead, a collar, a toy, uh, a, a sleeping mat. He would put all of those into a package and ship the package to us and separately send us 40, 50, 100 items of each of the individuals. Right. So she was using up her stock and creating these bundles. And what would happen was we would run out of, say, a dog bed. So we'd be ripping the bundles apart to fulfill orders for dog beds. Wow. So she was paying to get the bundles made. She was tying up her stock in a bundle. Mm-hmm. And then losing out on other sales. Yeah. And eventually I persuaded her to stop doing that. Stop sending us bundles. Just send us the product. And we linked our software into her Shopify store. Right. And for that new puppy bundle, mm-hmm. she would get an order for a new puppy bundle and we would know it was for a bed, it was for a toy, it was for a lead, it was for a collar, and we would ship the four items. Great. The customer received the bundle as seen on the store and she wasn't tying up her stock with this bundle. She was free to sell collars, whatever she wanted, but it looked up right. to the customer that they, she, the customer was buying a bundle. That's what a virtual bundle is. It looks like it's a complete package, but it's made up of its component parts. So basically then you're putting together the bundle on behalf of the customer, particularly as it relates to a Shopify or e-commerce type environment. Yeah. Yeah. And then two packs, three packs, six packs, all that kits, bundles, parts. Um, So if you're selling uh, the the dog example is a perfect example, a new, a new puppy bundle, all Mm. the things that you would need for a new puppy in one package. Yeah. But you've got the individual items. You could also do it if you have brand registry. So taken away from us, if you have brand registry, Amazon Amazon USA will do it for you. Correct. You have the great virtual bundling software. If you don't have brand registry, they won't. I know that you and I both have had experience of some software called Virtual Bundler. We have. .com from way back in the day. Yeah, it was. Um, and we created our own virtual bundles from product that we had at FBA. Mm. And that did the bundling and created um, a fulfillment order and shipped the fulfillment order from FBA to the customer. Mm. Uh, and the customer thought they were buying a bundle. 
That's right. I, I started doing that when I was doing um, buy box sharing. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get a share of the buy box, but nobody was doing bundles of some of those products. Mm-hmm. So I would start creating um, two packs, three packs, four packs mm-hmm. as variations on the item that I had yes. that wasn't selling that I couldn't get the buy box for. Um, and I got my uh, my VA in the Philippines would create the multi-channel fulfillment orders. How fantastic. And then I discovered virtualbundler.com and got it to do it. Uh, and now it, it seems like I've come full circle. We're doing it on behalf of other people for either eBay, <laughs> Shopify, or the FBM orders, or wherever they're listing the virtual bundles, we're doing it for them. Fantastic. I guess the other thing with Amazon, though, is, is that the products actually, in spite of the fact that they are in a virtual bundle using Amazon's virtual bundler tool, the products do arrive separately. But what I've noticed is that, or what I've been told, and certainly um, seems to be all right with Amazon customers, they almost expect to receive everything separately anyway because the inventory is often scattered all over the US throughout lots of different warehouses that Amazon has through its network. So, And often when Amazon customers kind of create an an order, just a typical order, all of the products kind of arrive at different times um, from different places and not everything comes together anyway. So I think that's why the virtual bundling in the US in particular has been such a success for Amazon. And then just to tell you a story about a a new client of mine, I actually got them set up on Amazon uh, about five weeks ago now. So we're in the, just towards the end of May and uh, they're, they're doing incredibly well. And I set them up with some virtual bundles as a bit of a test. So we did, we created two out of the four SKUs that they have and they now represent more than a third of their sales in bundles. So um, it's, it's incredible. And we're talking, to, you know, like over $10,000 worth of extra sales per, yeah. per month. So basically increase their business by 30%. Correct. Just with one fell swoop. I love them. I love the virtual bundles. Now, there are some restrictions to virtual bundles, obviously using Amazon anyway, uh, where you can't create multi-packs of something that you were talking about earlier. It has to be separate. You have to have separate products, at least two. And there also has to be a discount, I believe, as well, maybe 15%. Anyway, all the terms and conditions, et cetera, I'm sure you can just Google it and you'll find out how it all works. But I love the virtual bundles. So, uh, And one of the things that I love about them, certainly for here in Australia, is that you can do the multi-packs. And yep. if you've got a listing, why not just own the page on Amazon? Instead of doing it as a variation, create a separate listing for a two-pack, create a separate listing for a three-pack, throw mm-hmm. paper, click at it, and you can own everything above the fold. It's That's really clever. Just, it's at the top of the page you can own. That's um, really clever. And it's sourced in Australia, so Amazon Australia loves it. You just, just do it. All right, so we've covered virtual bundles. What about, because I know for a fact, too, that you've, dabbled or in fact I think you still are in Amazon handmade is that right yeah so there's a joy in having your own Amazon business when um, customers come in and say can you prep this do you understand that do you understand that and when you run your own Amazon business you can say yeah actually I do I know what you're talking about please don't do that that's a mistake I in the US I've got somewhere between 1500 1600 SKUs in my business wow um and, and it doesn't take a lot of management once you get them set up, and I've outsourced most of it. But all but two of them are in the handmade space. Wow. So, I know. Hang no. on, so you've got 1,498 products, basically, yeah. that they are all handmade. Uh, no, Ish. they're in the handmade space. Okay, all right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they comply with the rules. Good, good then. <laughs> Um, 
And I know that a lot of people who, who watch your podcast also um, uh, tune in to Regina and Regina interview, interviewed a lady a few weeks ago who's also in Handmade Space and she is responsible for the making of every single item. Goodness. Uh, I don't see any of my items. They're all FBA. Um, it's it's a fantastic little space. And the joy of it is you can set up your own store, you can have brand registry, and you will never, ever, ever be hijacked because you're in the handmade. You cannot be hijacked. You can't. You just, it's, it's not physically possible for anyone else to list on your ASIN. They yeah, can't. They, they can't create an offer against that. You know, no, but, it, yeah. is, it is the ultimate in a ring fence is putting it in the handmade space. Now there are downsides. What are those? Uh, you, you can't have video advertising. Hmm. They've just recently introduced variations, um, which we didn't have before. We used to have custom. Mm-hmm. And custom meant somebody had to go in and do something physically. So my VA had to go in and do something with the order because it was a custom order. Right. But the nice thing about custom, as opposed to variations, Custom orders cannot be cancelled or returned. Even better. Think about that. Yes. So return rate zero. Return rate zero, and they can't cancel because it's being made for them. Yes, that's brilliant. So, so they can't they can't cancel an order either. No. Well, it's pending or whatever they do. Handmade has a lot going for it if you can comply with the rules, as we said before, with virtual bundles. Yeah. Read the rules. Um, disclaimer, disclaimer. Uh, it's not in Australia yet. Um, so my products in Australia, I've listed the same products, but not as handmade. I see. So are you on Etsy in the US as well with your handmade I am. products? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. And I've go? done Etsy um, most, yeah, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> um, it needs a lot more hand-holding and crafty, crafty interacting. Mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. I'm more used to the Amazon. It's cold, it's impersonal, get the job done, sell it, deliver it. Yeah. Uh, but if you are in that space where you've got the time mm. to handhold and chat to your customers, Etsy's beautiful. Yeah, and some I'm people, not in that space. Some people really enjoy the um, that that aspect of the customer yeah. service and the customer interaction. Yeah. Certainly with Amazon, though, we we very rarely Amazon wants to keep us at arm's length and the customers away from us as best they can. So it's not very often that you do get a. Um, you know, any kind of direct contact from a customer on Amazon, that's mm. for sure. Um, this is true. Certainly when you're using FBA anyway. Yeah. But, and um, when you do, it's not generally not a happy contact. <laughs> generally, no. <laughs> that's correct. It's usually they're not happy about something and they want to talk to you about it and let you know right. just how unhappy they are and how you've ruined their entire life, you know, with this widget that yeah. you're selling. All right, let's uh, – is there anything else on handmade, though, before we switch on to the next topic, which is Amazon Australia and Marketplace? So Mostly I'd say – Look at it as a serious business and look at how you can do it hands off. So look at sites like Printful, Print on Demand, okay. uh, Guten, Gearbubble. Look, look, at the, look at the sites where they can create things, sorry, manufacture things that you create or that you have created for you. Okay. That's, um, that all sounds like a, some really great tips there. So is that sort of your... Dare I say secret or without prying, but nope. Okay. <laughs> so I'm happy to share it. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm not sharing my secret. <laughs> don't, don't share all of your secrets. My secret sauce. <laughs> That's it. All right, we'll keep that we'll keep that under our hat. You keep that under your hat there and, and but, uh, um like, we're we're going to uh, the Yara Valley. I'm sure if you pour some wine into me one evening at the winery, 
uh, when we're all meeting up, then That's I'm right. sure I can. Yes. Oh, look, yeah, absolutely. Get more relaxed. I won't just pour a glass <laughs> into you, Liz. I'll pour a whole bottle if I could get some of those gems out of you. Um, obviously, you're. <laughs> <laughs> So Liz is referring to our upcoming event, which Regina and I are putting together. Very excited. That's the Amazon Collective Mastermind. So for sellers uh, who are selling more than $10,000 a month are invited to this very exclusive collective, which we're going to be, it's actually beginning on the 6th and the 7th and the 8th of August. So it's about 10 or 11 weeks away now. I am so looking forward to that, Chris. Oh, I just really appreciate your support. I have been to an Amazon conference in so long and I'm just so looking forward to hanging out with people who talk the same language. Oh, I can't wait either. Lots of things to share. And um, and thank you very much too, Liz, for your support with that event as well as coming on board More as a sponsor. So we've got uh, your, your good self, FBA Prep Australia. We've also got Pioneer and Avask. Let's talk about then sourcing products from Australia. So yeah. what are your go-tos for that? Because you, you wanted to talk about that. So in Australia, we have some incredible manufacturing businesses and look we can talk more about that um, at the Yarra Valley Mm -hmm. but we also have some amazing wholesalers Mm -hmm. so for your um, subscribers who Mm -hmm. are into buy box sharing Mm -hmm. um, versus private label you can source exactly the same products from a wholesaler that you can find on Google and get a really good deal on them and list them on Amazon and they won't you won't have any competition are you talking about Amazon Australia or are you talking about Amazon US or else? I'm talking about Amazon Australia. At this That's what point. I thought. Yeah. Um, you could also ship to Amazon US, but mm. air freight at the minute is silly. Sea freight is sillier. Silly. Yeah. Um, maybe next year, the year after, or the year after, get back into that space mm. uh, when air freight's cheaper. But you could source products in Australia easily to sell either on eBay or Amazon Australia or any of the other marketplaces. You don't have much competition. So are these Australian products that you're talking about or are they yeah. wholesalers that have or got distrib- you know, distributors that are bringing in products from off- offshore and then distributing Australian them? Australian products through Australian yeah. wholesalers. So my, my go-to on that is, and I often do this probably about once a fortnight, maybe once a month when I, if I'm a bit slack, but I'd always jump on australianmade.com.au. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know has that kangaroo logo in the middle of the green, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you just go is to the it still a kangaroo lo- lo- logo, or have they changed it? I thought no, they I'm it. pretty sure it's still a kangaroo. Last time I checked, and um, excuse me, but uh, yeah, so they uh, they have all of the new members that come on board with their new products, Australian made products. Um, there's a, there's a section on their website which is new new products. And yeah. so you can look at all the latest and the new products that, uh, you know, the, there's usual stuff like, I don't know, key rings and stubby holders and some skincare stuff, which is, you know, I tend to avoid, but there's always something interesting in there. And it's always fascinating to see the ingenuity of some, you know, yeah. Australian businesses. We have some amazing designers and manufacturers here. They are amazing. Mm. And whilst I haven't jumped on Australian Made in a couple of years, um, the Australian Design Awards as well. Have a look at that. Website. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? I've just looked at the wholesalers who are selling Australian-made products and for, for have a buy box um, angle on it. But uh, we have some amazing manufacturers here. We do. I, I was selling wind spinners on Amazon in the US from a company called Artworks Australia that I found yes. 
on Amazon, oh, sorry, on Amazon Australia, <laughs> on australiamade.com.au a few years back now. I'm not selling them anymore. I can't remember why. I think something happened. But um, And also sunscreens that I've found on australiamade.com.au. I've sold those yeah. too. I won't get into all the details about how I was able to get around the FDA rules there. But <laughs> suffice to say that small parcel deliveries using Australia Post directly to Amazon tends to bypass US customers. Also, yeah, look, there's a lot of things that I've been able to source off there in the past and, yeah, it's a really good yeah. resource. So that's just one. And then you're saying Google, um, you know, Australian wholesalers, I suppose, and, yeah. yeah. And one I haven't used for selling on Amazon, but I've had some great conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, my go-to for escaping from the, the, the hectic life that is Brisbane is I love to hop up to Noosa for a weekend. And, of course, every Saturday morning I'd say, Noosa, you've got the Monday markets? Yes, just walking through the markets, because most of that is locally made, locally sourced, mm. um, your local markets are a great source of local manufacturers. Aren't they? And, and, then... and they've got some imported crap too, which they shouldn't be selling <laughs> at local markets. However, hey, that's what happens. And then, of course, there's yeah. the, the old standbys as well, like you know, the re gift fairs, that sort of stuff. Like yes. whenever there's a trade show, we haven't obviously, you know, we've been pretty much starved of those for yeah. obvious reasons for a long time. Yeah. But um, yeah, when the greed, I just say greed, the read gift show or gift yeah. fair gift comes show, along, yes. I think they're, they're trotting it out again uh, in the next couple of months. So I'm keeping an eye out for that and I'm going to try and get yeah. myself a ticket. Get along, get some Australian made products and see if we can get them up onto Amazon, whether it's domestic or international. One of the first products I looked at way back in 2012 was tea tree oil. Oof. Buying it here and mm. selling it on Amazon USA. And at the time I was young and naive. Well, actually, no, I was just naive. Um, <laughs> but I could not figure out how to get a 45-gallon drum into those tiny little bottles. I didn't know there was such a thing as bottling plants. Um, if I had known that, Liz's tea tree would be all over Amazon USA right now, but someone else um, took that. Um, so th- yep. there's all sorts of ways to skin this cat. There sure are. And in fact, um, you know, look, if you had been the first Manuka honey seller on, you know, from New Zealand on Amazon in the US too, you would be rich now. I'm yep. sure that, that those people are. But there are some markets definitely in the tea tree oil and manuka honey and oh, there's too many to count that are pretty saturated. I probably wouldn't have a crack at those, to be honest. Yeah, it's a shame you didn't get in in 2012, isn't it? Had I but known. But you don't know, you don't know what you don't know, Chris. That's right. That's easy to see back. Well, look back in hindsight, Indeed. isn't it? Indeed. Oh, yes. Australian marketplaces comparison. Let's get into that because this is, again, something that you're very um, passionate about and certainly know a lot more than most about the different marketplaces in Australia. Obviously, we've got the Ebays, we've got Amazon, we've got Catch, we've got Kogan, we've got My Deal. Is there any I missed out? I probably have. Uh, and now we've got new ones springing up left, right and centre as well. I think Bunnings has got one. Woolies has got one. I believe Target is yeah, getting one. So, well, Target's in survival mode, so yeah. Of all of those, eBay and Amazon mm-hmm. are the significant players, especially eBay. Mm. So if you're selling on Amazon, put up an eBay listing as well, for God's sake. Do the two. Yep. And again, Amazon's rules, eBay's rules, don't fulfill your eBay sales out of your Amazon stock. Just don't no. do it. I know. Yeah. eBay does not like that. I still um, don't know how eBay finds out. How do they find out? I'm sure somebody complains about this box they received. Oh. Yeah. Regina yeah. seems to think it's got something to do with tracking numbers, but I didn't realise that you had to sh- 
you know, that you share tracking numbers with eBay customers. You don't need to always oh, do that, do you? Or well, you have to prove you've shipped it. Oh, you do? Yeah. I obviously don't sell on eBay enough, so I'm not really sure. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure if they track where it's come from, um, yep. that one location in Western Sydney or yeah, Melbourne, um, South Dandenong or mm. outside Brisbane. So that's it. Don't don't fulfill your eBay orders from your Amazon stock. However, if you are selling on Amazon, you are crazy if you're not selling on eBay at the same time. It's still got a slightly bigger market than Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon's eating into it, but eBay is being really aggressive. The others, even Catch, are still small players. Uh, but those two, I'd say, go for a multi-channel approach. Yeah, me too. We have people shipping product into us from Europe and North America yep. who think that eBay is very much last century, and they say, "No, we're not selling on eBay." I said, "Well, you're crazy." Yeah, um, obviously, you're sending us too much stock. Uh, because you think Amazon Australia is ten percent of what Amazon USA is, it's not. Just not. Uh, you've got, you've got to sell on eBay as well to keep your stock moving, because stock turnover equals profit. Doesn't it? Um, you, you've got to keep your stock moving. Yeah, absolutely. Inventory so turn. The others are nice to haves, but those two are key if you're building a business. What do you do? You see much of a split, or what is the difference in terms of um, a product that's selling on Amazon versus eBay? Is, is eBay four times the volume or two times the volume? Compared, I mean, I guess it depends on category. It depends, it depends on the niche. Mm. We have one particular product where it's about twenty to one. Wow! Um, and the the particular seller was going to sell send all her stock to Amazon. Oops! And I suggested that she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so we negotiated back that she sent 50% of her stock to Amazon. Um, she's now sold out of everything that's here via eBay. Um, wow. and she's struggling with, with that niche with Amazon yep. Australia. So we're trying to work out how to do it without her losing her eBay account. So with that particular product, it's 10 to one with some of the others, I'd say it's 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some other niches, I'd say three or four. Yeah, right. Okay. So definitely then Australia is, Amazon Australia looks like it's catching up. And, you know, we talked, I've talked about this a few times on the podcast previously, but, you know, we've got new warehouses that Amazon is creating or building at the moment. There's another one in Melbourne springing up. There's a massive one in Sydney. Yeah. You have one in Brisbane now. We have one in Lytton. It's about 15 minutes away from where we are. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then Perth, is that finished? Perth has one at the airport. Yep. I think it is finished, yes, because right. we have we have people telling us that they want to ship pallets to Perth. <laughs> Please create a new shipping plan. <laughs> <laughs> Try and steer it back, yeah. Let's get it back onto the East Coast. <laughs> Can you create a uh, managed shipment plan rather than a distributed, you know, you know, in the back so, end of the settings. Can you do that in Australia or not? Yes, you can. So in, okay. in Australia, it isn't split and sent to multiple centres. Everything goes to one centre. Oh. And if you are an Australian-based business, yes. unfortunately, it's not for overseas-based business. If you're an Australian-based business, you can put in a support request and say, I want it to go to this centre, please. Right. Um, and there's no cost. So it's not like in the USA where you have to pay per unit mm-hmm. to have it going to one centre. One, yeah. There's no cost at the moment. Okay. If you're an overseas seller, you just have to take an iterative approach and create multiple shipping plans to get it to go to the one you want it to go to. Okay. The one that's cheapest for you to ship into Australia from the port yeah. or the airport. Yeah. 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 And you don't want it to go to Perth. 
let Amazon pay for that. <laughs> well, I suppose you might want it to go there if you're shipping from China on a container because Perth's a bit closer, isn't it? It might be a bit cheaper maybe. Or am I just making things up as I go? Uh, well, I should correct that. If you're going from our warehouse, you don't want it to go to Perth. <laughs> That's a good point because it's a long way across the country, isn't it? Mm. Either on a truck or a train or a plane, I, sus- I suspect. Well, this pallet will probably go by truck. Yeah, fair enough. Awesome. So, yeah, so we've got all these different marketplaces. What about the new ones like Bunnings and Target and Woolies and that? I mean, do you, have you heard anything? Is anybody doing anything with those marketplaces yet? I haven't seen anything there yet at all. No. And then there's Kogan as well, which is a bit more curated and you have to apply and jump through and hoops. You have to get through their, their gates. But yeah, it, it's a big marketplace. Um, sure. You have to qualify to get on there. You do with Amazon Australia as well, don't you? Goodness me. Liz, that's all the questions I have for you today. Okay. So um, I did want to say, obviously, another massive thank you for coming on the show and uh, really, really looking forward to you or to seeing you at the Amazon Collective Mastermind on the 6th, 7th and 8th of August in a few short weeks. And uh, we are just going to have so much fun there. And I'm so looking forward to that because one of the things I love about Amazon conferences are the out-of-room conversations. They're the best. Those casual conversations, you can't beat them. You can't, can you? And it's also the connections and the networking that you make as well and lifelong friends. And that's something that I've always treasured at all of the conferences that I attend and particularly really beginning in um, – in Hong Kong many years ago when I was, when I yeah. really started doing the circuit and speaking at the Global Sources Summit there. And many of the guests, obviously, that I've had on the show over the years have all been people that I met at that conference or had yeah. dinner with or Absolutely. a drink with, yep, and a conversation Absolutely. with. So I, I, I would say to any of your subscribers who do qualify and have that $10,000 a month um, threshold, mm. they should be at, the, at your conference. They should well, be there. It's not for newbies and it's not for beginners. So if you're just starting out, this isn't for you. This is for really serious sellers who want to grow their business and who are doing, you know, six, seven, eight, and we even have eight-figure sellers, Australian Amazon sellers coming to the conference as well. Awesome. So, uh, you know, people that have um, created businesses from scratch um, and literally in six months are turning over a million dollars a year and have also exited their Amazon FBA businesses for multi-million dollar exits. Uh, so yeah, there's a huge amount of topics and, um, you'll be one of the speakers as well. So we can get into a lot more detail. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait either. So yeah, I can't wait to, um, to really just to hang out and have an amazing week, weekend together and, uh, maybe the odd glass of red wine too. We'll see how we get on. (laughs) Wonderful, Liz. Thank you. How do we get in touch with you, Liz? Uh, website, uh, is the domain name from hell. It's FBA prep services, australia.com. That's massive. That's massive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's fbaprepservicesaustralia.com. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, jump on there. We have an amazing FAQ page. Mm-hmm. Um, all the questions you would want to ask either as a new seller or coming in from overseas mm-hmm. uh, into Australia, the answers are on that page. Um, a lot of the FAQs are from mistakes that our customers have made. Right. That's perfect then. So you can learn. <laughs> you can head over there. You can there. learn from other people's mistakes. Exactly. Before you go stumbling into making all the you know, brand new ones of your and, own. And you can read the question and go, who the heck did that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to get over there and have a look at this after this chat. Yeah. Uh, 
Wonderful. Well, thanks very much again. Can't wait to see you thanks at the summit. You, Chris. And, Looking uh, forward to August. Thank you very much. And we'll talk again very, very soon. Liz, thank you. Cheers. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.